throw us those curveballs. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. So we are getting ready to bring Minu on, on and she will be delving deeply into our nugget of wisdom, Jaco. So hello, Minu. Hello. Yes, I'm excited about this one too. <laughs> there's more about you... there's more about Jago that's going to unfold as time goes on, but here we are, you know, sharing some of the underlying secrets of joy, ease, and grace omnipresent. Um, so thank you, Catherine, for setting it up. I'll take it from here. Thank you. Thank you. So yes, joy, ease, and grace, omnipresent. And, you know, those of you who've done my work, you've heard me talk about joy, ease, and grace, miracles with joy, ease, and grace, or extraordinary results with joy, ease, and grace, extraordinary life where all aspects of life coexist with joy, ease, and grace. And we now have coined an acronym of JEGO to talk about it. Um, and it's a nugget of wisdom. A nugget, a pearl of wisdom is where each pearl that I talk about, if you only ever focused on that pearl, you have an opportunity of really creating a world that becomes a world that works for everyone. It always begins with your world. A nugget of wisdom has, is, is something which is so rich in so many little little and large gems, that when you take an, any nugget of wisdom, you can enrich every aspect of your life. A nugget of wisdom is like, um, you know, the, a, a gem of all gems, which has got a combination of brilliance, combination of taking negativity out, combination of you know, really enhancing and enriching your beauty. Um, and you can apply it. It's literally a full spectrum gift that you get given. That, um, and, and, and the time of these nuggets of wisdom, you know, I don't always do them. Uh, they come in exactly when it's ready for you to refocus your attention in a full spectrum way in all areas of your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, and environmentally. That's where this, this nugget of wisdom gets brought in. As you know, I follow my intuitive guidance and this time it was about uh, talking about these, all of these aspects put together. You heard me talk about a, a platform that's coming up which enables the wisdom to be available much more readily for those, for people all around the world. Uh, that platform is called Jago, Joy, Ease and Grace Omnipresent, because that's the impact of that. And more of that over the next several days. For this inner core, you're the first ones to hear uh, a little bit more about Jago itself. So, what is it that is there that enables you to drop into the state of Jago, joy, ease, and grace omnipresent? And what are, what are the things that can take you down a rabbit hole, which enhances your curiosity so you go into it, and then you keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and deeper down that rabbit hole, and lots of opportunities present where you could just give up. And yet there's a world of wonders that's there right at the end. So the interesting thing about Jago is, you know, you work with each of the seven pathways. And even if you went down a rabbit hole, you can actually trust yourself and allow yourself to go all the way down to the end. But it doesn't, you, you can get to the end experience in every step as you acknowledge yourself in this state of joy, ease, and grace omnipresent. So let's look at what is that first aspect that I'm talking about. We're talking about these seven pillars. So let's focus in on the first pillar. The first pillar 
is about it's about choice and it's uh, it's a choice between happiness and suffering and here when you as a pillar the it's a pillar the pillar is choose happiness so a, one of the and it is a first pillar of jagal is a choice of happiness the consequence when you make a choice before you take action if you engage with the consequence and choose the consequence the the impact of that choice is guaranteed so when you choose happiness a consequence of making the choice of happiness is joy is actions that give you joy it's a this this particular choice between happiness and suffering immediately activates actions kick in pretty much straight away so when you choose happiness you immediately get activated and if you go with the flow then the actions that you choose are actions that give you joy so joy becomes a natural uh, consequence of that choice of happiness and happiness is a natural consequence of you taking actions that give you joy so it's a pretty cool um experience now here's the thing joy is expressed in very different ways by different people different type of actions culminate into joy for different people you know there was a point in my life where just being completely immersed in in business other people would say what's what's up with you you, you never have any time for yourself but for me when i was starting out at the time you know those actions that were that were to do with you know creating the business growing the business you know creating a proposal really gave me joy that was my that that those were the actions that gave me joy and resulted in great deal of happiness just as a direct consequence of that because i had made the choice of happiness the other side of this choice when you have a pillar and the pillar is about choice and it's to do with happiness you literally are 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 up close and personal with suffering at the same time and it's up to you to make that choice jago as a state is a very active state it's an evocative state it in a state that is evocative and active you know what other state do we know that is evocative and active it is the state of of life where you as an organism are breathing you know every breath is a very active and a conscious act so jago the interesting thing about jago overall is automatically you choose to be in a state of jago you automatically are present it truly is a a present you can give yourself and you will start seeing as i start going into each of these pillars you know so when when you are to me what we are doing here is like jago is building is like a it's like a, a the, the floor that is placed on top of a very solid foundation and upon that you can build a burj khalifa or you can build a playground a burj khalifa is the tallest building right now in the world it's up to you how you reinforce these pillars so jago per se you know here i am i'm going to enter the world of jago i'm going to be place myself in the state of jago each of those choices that you make you are entering a realm where you're automatically activated 
And then when you start working on these pillars, each of these pillars at a vibrational level start to, uh, it, it's as if they start, it, it starts to crank up the vibration of Jago overall. And as the Jago vibration starts getting crank, cranked up, you actually become more and more and more present. You gift yourself the state of Jago as a way of living your life and coming alive. It truly utilizes the full spectrumness of you having the state of life. The first pillar, choice of happiness. It opens the doorway to actions that give you joy. You, you take, you, when you are activated and you are engaged in actions that give you joy, whatever they are. I mean, there was another time in my life where what gave me joy and, and you know, I may be in a 15 day of silence or two days of silence or whatever, what gave me joy was just being in my room by myself with my journal next to me. You know, and allowing whatever emerges to flow. So it's not the same all the time, which is why I keep saying joy is such a thing. You know, when you have made the choice of happiness and you're going to be engaged in taking actions that give you joy, it becomes, it's as if you have bought yourself this treasure trove. I remember when my son went to boarding school the first time, the most exciting thing about that was buying his duck box, which, and you know, in the boarding school at the, at the end of every bed, the, the child had their tuck box and the tuck box had various things that they could tuck into. It could be Pringles or it could be, you know, um, some Legos or whatever it might be. So just imagine yourself, you know, you choose the state of Jago, you, you're immediately buying that, that tuck box of yours, which is yours. It's very personal to you. You have the key to it. With this first pillar, that tuck box starts to get filled with the yummiest things, you know, and they, they will be as diverse as, you know, a box of Pringles or, um, or crisps and Lego. You know, at different times, different things give you that. What it also does, when you, when you enter this, this realm of reinforcing this pillar, coming from a choice of happiness, you um, invoke a, a cellular memory of what happened when you, when you took that action that gave you joy. So you're actually getting that remembrance activated in your cells. And it, is, it, it creates a lightness of being, you know, this is, this is how I measure whether I am in a state of joy. Does it create a lightness of being? And when it, when it creates a lightness of being, it is also about like turning on your own light. And where there is light, it's not dark anymore. So there are many, many things that emerge. It really, truly is a gift that keeps giving. And we are only at the first pillar so far. The second pillar, this is a, an, an interesting one. The second pillar is, uh, it's, it's enjoy, enjoy. And, I, and, I, and many of you who I write to and stuff, you often see me signing off as enjoy, enjoy. So the, in the first pillar, you know, you're already, you, you've, got the, you've got the understanding of experience of joy. Happiness is a consequence, it's occurring. And you can enter the realm of enjoyment and just go enjoy, 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 enjoy. As a pillar, enjoy in joy becomes regenerative. It's not just like, you know, 
a, a, a flash, a, a flashpan thing, you know, it actually starts to regenerate itself. So every action that gives you joy, when you choose to consciously enjoy it, enjoy, it starts to multiply. You know, enjoyment by itself is great. And it's a flash in a pan. And then you work at creating the next flash in the pan and you can do that. And that also is fun. But when you choose, so this is what I've done for myself. It's like, okay, I'm doing all, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing all this joy. I'm going to start enjoying this. So what it does is, your level of observation, your level of understanding of the nuances and the layers that come together for one act of joy to really give you that enjoyment, you become even more aware of it. The other exciting thing for me, when I look at you know, the, the foundation, these seven pillars are the seven pillars of the foundation upon which this floor of Jago gets created, upon which you can build layers and layers and layers of how you come alive you know the exciting thing for me when i when i get into this is understanding the nuances gets me to regenerate joy from the same action that gave me joy at one 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 point and other times when something else has occurred that action doesn't give you give me joy. So for example, looking at a mirror, smiling, swallowing that smile feels, oh, what wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Then I had a situation that happened in the last uh, four weeks or so. Uh, and it was to do with a type of visa that my daughter-in-law had uh, applied for when she came to Dubai. And it was one of these very first time that created this visa, but the entire computer system wasn't uh, in line with the type of visa that was created. So now she's you know, eligible to become a resident but this visa did not allow her to do that, you know? So I'm like, smile, swallow that smile. And so deep down in my heart, it's like, wow, this is, you know, and it's like, a, it was a computer system glitch, you know? And which basically meant somebody somewhere very high up who has the where with it all with their IT department has to go and get this changed. And it is Ramadan. Who's gonna give attention to this? So my daughter who went away for three days, it's now like nearly three weeks, couldn't get back in. <laughs> you know, and we do the Zoom calls and um, the, the last one would really touch me massively where my older grandson was four, you know, he saw his, his dad and me and, and, and on the call and he just kept crying, Papa, Papa, Papa. And we, like what happened what happened and he didn't know what happened but he's really missing being here with us because it was all too sudden that it happened so here i am like okay you know smiles smile smile swallow that smile and it it, it wasn't having the effect that it had had before so i went into the second pillar I did get a sliver of joy because this is something that I have worked with for so many years, smiling and swallowing that smile. So there are parts of my body do get activated as, that, as the swallowing of that smile goes in. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna use this pillar of Jago, enjoy, enjoy, you know? And it began with a light, lovely flutter in my heart, the swallowing of the smile. Then I could feel some comfort in my tummy, you know? And I, and I really focused on how does it feel? Um, you know, where in my body do I feel it? What color is it? You know, just, just allowing myself to be. And you, you've heard me, those of you who do Beyond Meditation, I often take you into travel with your breath, wherever it goes. And all that is all I had to do because I'd made the choice of I'm reinforcing this pillar of enjoy, enjoy. You find that little sliver of joy and presence yourself to enjoy that joy and it starts to multiply. I was also very aware that, okay, at least we've now come to done the Sherlock Holmes and come to who is the, the main culprit here. 
we just have to find one or two degrees of separation of the right person in the right, the right position of authority to override the system or, or you know, give a very strict direction, it will come. It was as if we just, from the heaviness, only choosing enjoy, enjoy, applying it to that very simple act of smile and swallowing that smile, noticing where it was and noticed it in two parts of my body. And I just simply allowed, I would carry on with my day and you know, sometimes feel a little bit of sadness about this level of uncertainty. And then we created a whole alternative, you know, of, okay, if these guys have to move from Dubai, where would they move to, you know? Um, and allowed that to play out. And we, we found, we found the right person. And it was not two degrees of separation. It was like five degrees of separation. But we managed to get to the person. And yesterday was like, everybody was like, you don't have to go to Abu Dhabi today. Tomorrow is the day that we're supposed to go. But when, if you go today, then today they only work for a couple of hours and then you have the whole weekend, you know? My intuitive guidance yesterday was I had to go just to, even if it is to be in the space because that is where this action is gonna take place. Because I was in a state of joy and I was enjoying every moment of it. So that one hour, 40 minutes to Abu Dhabi, I said, okay, I'm just gonna continue playing this game. What am I looking at that's giving me joy right now? You know, I was so present. So I was talking to my driver and, you know, he was telling me about how the fasting is going and, um, you know, where he's at with it. And I was so present to literally enjoying enjoy as the journey progressed. And it's as if vibrationally you can feel it. You know, when you are in a state of heaviness and then you start feeling that lightness of being and then it starts to multiply. I was literally feeling that. And Catherine, you've been with me to Bali. Remember that, that waterfall, crazy waterfall that we went to, the seven <laughs> waterfalls in one place. It was such a crazy walk down. I don't know how many miles. It kept saying 200 meters. It was not 200 meters. It was maybe two and a half miles later walking down. But it literally, as you went down, the environment kept shifting. And it was precarious and all of that. And it just it felt like that, that one hour, 40 minutes journey. And when I got there, you know, my, I didn't even know if they would let me in, but I did have my, you know, green pass was on, which basically meant that I was COVID safe. And then it was like, I need to go to the third floor to meet this, this person. And he says, well, who told you to meet this person? <laughs> I just had a WhatsApp message. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't want to go into the detail of it. I just said, well, this is the message I have. And they send me there. And I, you know, I go there. The person was very well organized, prepared. He had the head of IT. He had another department that looks after IT and he was there himself. And, you know, it was all done right there in front of my eyes. And so I kept saying, Minu Mariel, I will never ever distrust your intuition from now on. <laughs> he and my sister were like, I don't understand why you're spending, you know, four hours going to Abu Dhabi and back today when it should really be tomorrow. Completely enjoying in joy, followed guidance in a lightness of being. The other piece that happens, this is, the, this is something that occurs in a state of Jago. You just, you become such a, engaged and curious observer of what's going on. You know, I did not defend myself at all with my sister or my, my son. Didn't feel like it. Didn't feel heavy. It was like, okay, I understand, you know, they are concerned. Because there's a lot that I'm doing right now. So for four hours to be on, the, uh, to go in uh, on a drive, I'll be, I will be working those four hours. And then today is the Pearl of Wisdom. And so they, I knew where they were coming from. I didn't feel like, you know, defending myself at all. I just said, well, all I can say is my guidance is to be there. Hold the space maybe. And I stayed in that state of enjoy, enjoy, because I chose the two. 
because I'd got these pillars. I thought, right, I'm going to work with these, work these pillars. And I, I even found joy in the fact that they cared enough about exactly the right thing, that I have a pearl of wisdom this morning. They all know I take the time the night before to you know, prepare for it. And these four hours that I would be on, on the road would need to be compensated in terms of the work that needed to be completed by the end of the week. So I, I got it. So wow, I feel so supported to have my back. And joy just kept multiplying. So when you experience joy or you experience enjoyment, bring the two together. And I would say from this point on, like, you know, just make a declaration for yourself. I, the moment you get off your seats after this pearl of wisdom, the first step you take, you're stepping into a state of jagger. That's the way it is. And so it is. And from that point on, any action you take, just apply it to one or several of the pillars, utilize the power of the pillars to multiply themselves. Joy, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And when you get into enjoyment, make sure that that enjoyment also gives you joy. Not, you're not enjoying it because everybody else is and it feels like the proper thing to do. Or it, there's an expectation of you to be seen, to be enjoying it. No. Find joy. If you find yourself in a situation like this, where you really want to do something else and everybody else has gone along in a certain direction, so now you feel you have to, drop it. Drop the have to. If you are in that situation and there's great level of enjoyment being expressed with, by people around you and you're going to be there for a period of time, find one sliver of joy that you're experiencing. And that may just be the fact that you've got all your faculties together and you happen to be there. You know, find one little sliver and enjoy the joy of uncovering that. It will automatically start multiplying. Super, super exciting, this particular pillar. You, have, you will have so much fun reinforcing this pillar. The third pillar, I have to keep track of time because I have to do 10 things today, not just seven. So um, the third pillar is, it's, uh, you know, I, I never argue with the titles that I get from my intuitive gut. And the title that I got was Yes, Anchored. And yes, it by itself is a, is a nugget that I'm going to talk about at some point. But how does the yes anchor comes in? When I applied this, I thought, okay, it's, it's something to do with the nuance and the vibe of anchoring yes, as opposed to anchoring I don't know. I mean, I mastered I don't know for at least several years, you know, four or five years. And that in itself introduced me to a world of allowing without the I don't know being anchored as a safe place to be, allowing wouldn't have occurred with complete um, dedication. So now when I anchor, yes, what does that do? Was my, was my cur curious question. So I often, and you can have a go with this as well. I often, when I have, when I take on something like this, I got it. It's a pillar. I don't argue with that. I'm going to reinforce this pillar. Yes. I like the sound of the state of Jacob. Joy is in grace omnipresent. So I put out a question. And it's in the answer of the question that aliveness starts to occur. So what, is, uh, what does it mean? What are the vibes of yes anchored? When you anchor yes, the vibe of certainty is there. Even if you may be in a completely uncertain environment. I have, it's been a very, very long time since I've been in a completely uncertain environment like I felt in the last few weeks 
And certainly in the last few days when we realized that, okay, it is to do with the IT system, which is an internal decision by internal managers. It was, I felt completely uncertain how this was gonna play out. And yet by working with this pillar of yes anchored, what it does is it brings in certainty, which is whatever occurs, you know, I am going to remain in the state of, of Jago. So I anchor yes to the state of Jago, joy, ease, and grace omnipresent. Now, when you have certainty that comes in, certainty is one of those vibes where you bring certainty, certainty in, in one area. It, it's as if it just like recalibrates you at a core level and fear and anxiety, which are the cracks that develop in your field when there is lack of certainty, literally just fill up by themselves. And you start feeling that strength in your core. Whatever occurs, state of Jago is my reality. Now, when you have anchored um, a maybe, then it's as if you are constantly working on, you know, your, your feet are, are balancing. And when you, when you try, when you balance, you are actually in a trying state. So you're trying to balance. And trying is so trying. Now, when you say yes, anchored, decisions made. And you can move forward with it. Yes, anchored also means that when you say no to something, it's a no, done. Yes, anchored literally takes away the need to justify anything. You also relinquish judgment. You know, you observe. And you even are comfortable saying, well, you know, this doesn't make me feel that great. But you're not like spouting away your energy or putting your energy into judging other people. You're able to declare where you're at with strength. Those of you who know your source mastery, you're able to remain stationed in your source and have very powerful conversations. And that comes from you having declared yes to a state of Jago, because it is a foundational pillar that creates that foundation upon which you're going to build your ways of coming alive. No anchored. There was a point, this is before my spiritual awakening experiences. There was a point where I had formulated a conclusion in my own head that the most effective strategy for me, sales strategy for me, was a no strategy. You know, it was very hard for people to sell to me. And I literally saw every potential client as me. So I had no anchor. But my God, I worked so hard every time. So working hard became the pathway for me to re achieve results. And, you know, working, if I felt like I'd done a hard day's work, that was also something that gave me joy. Didn't have time to enjoy it, so it didn't multiply. I just started working hard again the next day. So it was hard tough to get that lightness of being. Yes, anchored brings in a state of certainty immediately. With no anchored, there are people, I mean, you know, I have had people in my life and I know my, my dad was one of these no anchored people as well. And I'm sure I picked that up from him because I saw many aspects of his life were really quite enviable. And there were others which are very tough, 
but he was always known to be a man of principles and highly respected and regarded. The rest of us had a lot of fun, but he didn't. He was a hardworking man. Yes, anchored, on the other hand. I think it, this, this lightness of being comes from that certainty that comes in. Clarity that comes in. Lack of clogginess that comes in. And that these are all lack of confusion. The confusion disappears. All of these things. Now, when I observe me in the car, you know, going with my wonderful fasting driver who's fasting for these 30 days, feeling, you know, how amazing it is that he's choosing to take me there. Such a blessed experience, like my car was my temple with this man in this divine state driving me there. I didn't feel I needed to justify anything to you know, my son or my sister. I didn't spend a moment there, just was no need for it. And it came from that yes anchor because you just become clear. It truly is onward and upward forward momentum. You know how I've been talking about the last three years are all about moving us forward, moving us forward, moving us forward, you know. And we are talking about a state of Jago in a year of rejoicing, which is where we are foundationing it. How exciting is that? Automatic multiplication is, is the effect that's available to all of us. With yes anchored, the fourth pillar is release. It's a release of a propensity to evaluate everything. So you release evaluation. I'm not saying you accept everything, you know? When you release evaluation, what you anchor for yourself is what I call as unconditional acceptance. Now that people can say, what are you saying? What rubbish is that? You're going to unconditionally accept everything? And my point is not that with unconditional acceptance, you acknowledge everything. That which you might have evaluated and saw that evaluation spin out of control because it does. You convert that into observing and acknowledging what has occurred, how it made you feel, you're still very much in the fact land and you can do something about it. I always say to people, don't rush into doing, observe, acknowledge, acknowledge, acknowledge. Acknowledge even you sliding into evaluation. Okay, uh -huh, it's going the evaluation route. Okay, I observe that you it doesn't spin out of control. Now, once you've acknowledged everything, then you can make that choice. Okay, right. There's nothing more left to acknowledge. I unconditionally accept what is. What it does is this is the power of this pillar. It actually puts you in a state of being an observer. Being an observer, being able to absorb what is going, uh, being able to ob observe what is going on at a level of detail and giving yourself permission to feel, you are telling the universe, I am in a state of allowing and I don't carry these vibes with me. You know, it's like an auto cleanse that, that is there at an emotional level, you don't spin out of control. You're able to keep yourself in your power at the source of how you choose to live your life. And you're able to ask for what it is that you want. You're able to say what it is that you want. You go into a creative solution creating space 
Because sometimes when you're engaged in evaluation and you're not able to release it, what you create is more and more things to you know, become judgmental about. As an observer, you observe all of that. <clears throat> and by acknowledging it, you complete that cycle. And then you choose, I now choose to move forward. And you, the moment you do that, the burden is gone and you can become creative in your solutionering. They bring a glass of water, so here it is. So you get clear about that solutionering piece. And that is what this pillar does. It's a release of evaluation. And practically you implement it like this. I mean, this recent episodes of what I shared, we could have spent day after day after day about evaluating what has happened, what has, what should have been done, and you know how ridiculous it is to create an IT system and make it go live, and you haven't tested it that it actually delivers a policy that the government has created. We could have gone in and evaluated what difference would it have made? Nothing. Nothing. You know, and think about it when you go into how could they, how, how, how can this happen? How can that happen? What are you doing? You're putting out these questions and those questions will get answered, which is not what you want. By observing it, you know, you're able to get that release of stuff that gets you into a spin and you're able to come up with, this is the question I really want to get answered. And release is a true release. You remain in a lightness of being. The fifth pillar. I love it that it is a pillar. I love this pillar. It is an, it's your angle for allowing. And you know, the key to my rapid transformation and, and reinvention was the art of allowing. You become an artist. And you can fill your painting with colors or you can fill it with textures. You can do whatever you want. Because you, you are in the space of allowing. Allowing doesn't mean roll over, you know, and allow uh, people to do stuff that is very unpalatable. It is open yourself to allowing yourself to receive that which is being brought to you, that is meant for you and accept it. By getting into a state of allowing, I also notice as when you work on this pillar, it's not, it's not always very pleasant. When you start noticing all the stuff that you allow yourself to tolerate or to compromise on, the stuff that you allow yourself to keep bunged up, you know? Because the main thing is when you observe that, aha, Nobody else allowed that in. I did. Oh, okay. I can just open the door and let it out. You immediately, the art of allowing literally gives a power back to you. And it is one of the pillars of remain being in the state of Jagger. You are angled for allowing naturally. Now, when you start, and you remember when I talk about these seven things, I always say, do it in sequence. So there you are, you've already chosen happiness. You've already started, you've already built up your treasure trove with actions that give you joy. You've started enjoying joy. Every experience of joy, you start big and small, you're enjoying it in joy. So it's multiplying. You have the lightness of being, yes, as anchor. You've released evaluation. You become this amazing observer 
an acknowledger, using the tool of acknowledgement as your power tool. And now you're in a state of allowing. What's, what are you allowing? You know, you already made the decision to be happy. You know, you're taking the actions that give you joy. You get, you're really allowing more and more opportunities to like a butterfly, go experience your world in your lightness of being. You know, flying in and out through the spray of the heavy duty waterfall or flying in and out of fire or whatever it may be, you have a lightness of being. Experiencing the fullness of that which constitutes allowing uh, aliveness. You are angled for allowing. The sixth one was a, an, an awkward one. And it's still a work in progress for me, but it's a pretty, you know, I like, I like some nuanced, cool stuff. So the sixth pillar is suspension to surprises. So it's like, oh, suspension. I'm suspending surprises. I don't like that. But actually, if you think about a suspension bridge, it's not suspending anything to sometime in the future or whatever. It, it's actually creating that freeness of movement. But it's very solid, very secure, very anchored. And if you allow yourself to experience, because you know, experience being in this state of suspension, like a suspension bridge, surprises can manifest. And, you know, I remember when I was like going into the space of, okay, I'm going to focus on uh, my inner knowing and be directed from that inner knowing. And all that occurred after that, there was so much unknown, you know, so much unknown. Life was full of surprises and that in itself could actually overwhelm anyone. And my, my, when, I, when I wrote down in my journal, what my intuitive guidance was saying to me, if I took on living my life in this way, what would be available to me? And it was surprises will surprise you. And that could be good or bad surprises, but it's quite exciting, you know. <laughs> what I also saw, this is where the suspension bridge analogy comes in. What I, what I also saw, and that, that is a point in time where I got that we are born with three things. That gives us such a powerful strength that we can be suspended and we can flow with the wind. We are not going to be broken. Nothing breaks us, nothing. We choose and we allow ourselves to get broken. We are like this phenomenal suspension bridge anchored by the strength of the three things we are born with, choice, dignity, and our source mastery. And you can have a you know you can have a phenomenal waterfall underneath you, or you can have a fast flowing rapids underneath you, or you can be walking across from one cliff to another. You are suspended, anchored very powerfully. And then all you are to do is to observe the surprises. And surprises surprise you, and they keep multiplying. And this is the sixth pillar. By the time you get to the sixth pillar, you've done the first five. Your vibration is at such a fabulous level that the universe is multiplying exactly that, which keeps reinforcing and further accentuating a state of Jago. The interesting thing about this particular pillar when you, when you work with it. I mean, for me, it was like, okay, I get this. And if I was to go back for the last five years, where did I, where, where was I running my life like this? Suspension to surprises, like where I was present that I was in a suspended suspension bridge and I was moving backwards and forwards, allowing the environment to work with me on that. 
and surprises were unfolding. What did that look like? How did that feel? And I started noticing different aspects of my own character, my own human nature, that allows me to completely be in this body, you know, notice and be real. Noticing exactly what is occurring, allowing myself to feel that feeling, good or bad or whatever it might be, or even ecstatic. And, you know, allowing life to unfold. I remain in a state of jago. No, no question. That's where the omnipresent part became so prevalent to me when I did this observation of suspension to surprises. There's much more to each one of these pillars in terms of how you go about reinforcing it. But even if you just allow whatever it is that comes to you, though I'm going to do this little act, go do it and just do it thoroughly. The seventh one, it's a strange title. However, the experience is pretty exquisite. You know, the, the, the title that I got was Godliness and, and, and Gratitude. And it's more to do with the type of vibrations we have attributed to whatever we term as godliness. And, and being in that experience of gratitude. Now, when you reinforce this particular pillar, this, in working with this pillar is where I got an understanding of that, that divinity that is present in each one of us. And how when you connect to that state of divinity, you experience a very deep-seated st state of peace. Now, when you experience a deep-seated state of peace, you already know that gratitude is already here because gratitude is the key to peace. And you can go on a gratitude bench. And that godliness multiplies. And you know, the interesting thing is when you, when you get into this space of seeing this multiple applied effect applied to godliness, which puts you in a state of peace, peace starts to percolate and spread. And there's more to be grateful for. And you start recognizing this, the divine energy that is you know, being nurtured with every breath you take, and it's in you. If it is in you, it's in every other living being. And you start to notice the godliness that you are surrounded by. Because the moment you step into godliness, you start experiencing that. You experience a state of peace and you know that, that gratitude is here. And then gratitude multiplies. It's like a phenomenal pillar. I mean, I just love these pillars because each one, it's a, these are pillars, foundational pillars for creating that state of Jago as a foundation. So Jago is guaranteed. Joy, ease, and grace, omnipresent is guaranteed. That's the omnipresent. It's everywhere, anywhere, all the time. It's up to you. I do want to talk about the three rabbit holes that you could go down. You know, and when you start going down these, I've done this a lot, just because I was very curious. And, uh, you know, some of you know about this strange habit I had as a, as a young girl, uh, finding underground passages under old temples and old palaces and stuff, and then going, exploring there. Some of them were like rabbit holes. <laughs> I remember saying these, sharing these stories with my son and saying to him, you never do this. <laughs> if I ever find out you're doing this. <laughs> And he went to a school in Windsor Castle. So there were a few underground tunnels there. 
Okay, the three rabbit holes. However, as Alice in Wonderland, you know, you can just go wee and allow yourself to go down it. And you can sense this is a rabbit hole. The interesting thing about a state of Jago is even if you go down the rabbit holes, you know, if you've done sufficient work with these pillars, you still come out in a state of Jago and your journey is also in a state of Jago. But you might have missed some of the opportunities in the time that it's taken you going down that rabbit hole. So the, my, my uh, invitation to you, having worked with these rabbit holes, is interrupt that pattern, you know, and just get back up again. So the first one is, um, first rabbit hole is a have to and not, not choose to. So if you find yourself sliding into, I have to do this, even if it is because, you know, I have diabetes or whatever it might be, and I have to uh, avoid sugar, I have to avoid this, or whatever it might be. My thing is, you know, just don't have to do anything. Don't have to do anything. Pause, the moment you even hear the word, have to pause. And ask the question, if I didn't have to, what would I choose to do? Every time you have the have to, you find that it is applied to lots of meaning you've given stuff. But the moment you go into, if I didn't have to, what would I choose to do? Okay, my sugar readings were off. Oh, that's just a fact. I would choose to, you know, make different choices about food or I would choose to continue indulging. And there's a consequence to that. I choose that consequence, I go with it. I, there's a consequence to that. I don't choose that consequence. I make a different choice. Just again, lightness of being comes in. So the moment you have, I have to do this, you don't have to do anything. You can decide. If I didn't have to, what would I choose to do? That's the second rabbit hole. The have to piece just takes you, it's a big rabbit hole. The second one is enjoy without joy. It's, it's, it's working hard at enjoying. And then what are you anchoring is working hard. But if you enjoy with joy, it joy, joy is what multiplies. And the third rabbit hole, I'm very conscious of our time, is drunken walks. Drunken walks are basically, you know, you have an intention, keeping your eye on the intention and allowing and trusting your being to find the most direct path to that allows you to get there directly, a diagonal way. You have an intention and you remain very attached to certain ways of achieving certain things. You become difficult to adapt. And that is what creates those detours. So instead of going from here to here, you go, you begin here, and then you may go there, 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 and, you may go there and say, ah, actually, I have to get back here. And then you go forward a bit, and then you start, you know, it becomes a drunken walk. You may or may not fulfill your intention. It's a rabbit hole. You can have a lot of fun, but you don't get to your intention. The key thing is treat these three, you don't have to beat yourself up about it. Treat these three as rabbit holes. Remain Alice in Wonderland. Find that wonder. If you've, create, if you've worked on the pillars as foundational pillars, you won't just be floating in euphoria. You will actually be anchored in a state of Jago. Joy, ease and grace, omnipresent. And when you are anchored in a state of Jago, whatever may occur, there will always be some aspect in your life where the state of Jago will be omnipresent. Latch onto that, use that as a beginning to allow it to multiply. So that's the first reveal of the state of Jago. And over to you, Catherine, to complete. Minu, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know I'm looking forward to stepping into the state of Jago and utilizing the power of these pillars that you've brought forward. 
it's so great that we can do this with this sense of joy, ease, grace, omnipresent. And I love what you said. And so it is. And that just gives us relief and being who we are doing what we have to do or get to do. <laughs> so thank you, Minu. Thank you. Thank you. I know we're all going to be stepping into Jago as quickly as possible. <laughs> the, moment you, the moment you get off your seats, take that step. It's in a state of Jago. Share your completion words in our WhatsApp groups. That would be great. Yeah. And I declare our session complete. Thank you. Thank you all. Bye-bye. <laughs> next week. Here's to Jago. Yes, to Jago. <laughs>